0: It will ignite recall so that you can tap into your own life experiences. We don't just hear the knowledge and wisdom gained from our podcast guests. Through powerful story, we can live it. Today, we have a very special guest. Please welcome Anthony Roman. Anthony is a writer and actor living in Los Angeles. He's in the conservatory program at Second City Hollywood. He has recently created and starred in a new web series called Good Luck, which is now available to you on YouTube. He is a creator, a storyteller, and he loves to make people laugh and feel less alone. Welcome, Anthony. It is so great to have you here today. One of the first podcasts of 2021.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I love you and I love this podcast. I'm just ready to go. Let's do this.
0: Well, I love you. Now, how we, how Anthony and I know each other, just real quick, is I had the absolute uh, pleasure of getting to be in the same improv class as Anthony in January of 2020 when we had live audiences and live classes. Uh yes, we then when switched we
1: to actually Zoom. when we could actually, you know, be in person and talk to each other face to face. Crazy to think about now.
0: Yeah, it 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 is. And also such gratitude for the Zoom platform that then we were able to continue with improv in the conservatory throughout the uh, 2020. And I got to see Anthony on a regular basis and he is incredibly talented, incredibly funny. And I just feel so grateful to have you on this podcast today.
1: Thank you. I feel the same about you, Patricia. It's been so cool to like see your progression too. Like from improv one, we were both just like, oh God, what are we, what are we doing? Okay. Um yes, we have to say yes. And then now like I see you and stuff. And you're just like, yeah, I'm a mummy that lives in New York. Let's do this. <laughs>
0: So true. Exactly. Love it. So this is the part of the show that we do the big reveal. So here it is. Can I get a drum roll, please? Anthony, what is the song that best resonates with the story you're going to tell us today?
1: It is Gypsy by Fleetwood Mac.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. You know, my favorite part of uh, podcasting is listening to the song on repeat before that's how I get ready for the session. So I'll just be completely honest, like listening to the song today, I got very, I got very emotional. And especially since I kind of read, I, you know, I went on Wikipedia and I read a little bit about the song, the song was written in uh, 79, um, 78, 79 is when they started working on writing the song. And then it was produced in 81 uh, was when the song came out. And what I loved about it was they're speaking of getting started and, you know, here are these, there are these artists and they are working so hard. They're starving artists. And, you know, they didn't have anything but a mattress in the floor and how incredible that that's how they began. And then they became very famous, very fast. So what they ended up doing is like, what she shared was that how she would prepare and how she would continue to get into her artistry was when when she felt things were too cluttered, she would put the mattress on the floor and then she would create. So she would kind of just declutter and let's just get focused. Just
1: such a cool, just a classic Stevie Nicks move. Like she's so effing incredible. I love how this song just really, it speaks to that, you know, that gypsy, that wanderer, that just, and that, that strong woman that is, you know, deep inside all of us. Cause I mean, let's be honest, women are just so much stronger than men. So I feel like, (laughs) I feel very (laughs) connected to my female side when I listen to this
0: Yes. Yes. And I I appreciate you. Uh, Shout out to the women. And I loved uh, the nostalgia that she, you know, she brought into the song as well. And I think, you know, the year of 2020 was really about reflection. And now we are here, 2021, moving into 2021, and how we can take those lessons and the simplicity of the things that made uh, brought us joy, whether it be a hug from my son because he liked his oatmeal and that's really what it was about was a year of reflection and nostalgia and then really just getting to the root right getting down to the root
1: yes exactly and also just finding that love for yourself in all the chaos and the love for like your inner child like i tear up when i hear that's those lines where she talks about you know if i was a child and if i loved you i would love you you know oh. i'm paraphrasing but that just yes. kills me every time. I can't.
0: Yeah, I mean it is such a powerful message and I like I feel the same way. I just got chills, uh goosebumps and because I feel that you know, we've gone through for me personally going through life, you know, I I've, I've been extremely hard on myself, very driven and my worst critic and that perfectionism and all of that and self-love. Like you nailed it, Anthony. It's, it's about 2020 really was about being with yourself. And for many people, they were completely alone. They've been alone. I have friends yeah. that have been, <laughs> was that you, Anthony? Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: I live alone. This was your reflection for me by far. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want to hear your story and you have such a powerful story and I can't wait for our audience to hear this. So let's move right into to your story, Anthony. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah, so um, ever since I was a little kid, I knew I wanted to be an architect. I was just like, and I'm a Taurus, so I'm very stubborn and very headstrong. And I was just like, I'm going to, this is, I saw this cool build, I'm going to be an architect. And um, and I kept that for so long. Throughout high school, I went to college, got my uh, bachelor's in architecture, um, you know, did the internships, went, got the career, spent about 10 years in architecture with, you know, education involved. And I just kept slowly, I kept feeling so uninspired and I was getting very bitter towards the profession and just my own life and why I, I just, I wasn't happy. And I just felt like, what is, what's, what's going on? What's happening? And, um and I kept telling myself, oh no, it's, it's because you haven't done this next thing yet. You haven't, you know, design this kind of building yet, or you haven't gone and done this like field work, you haven't done this experience. And so I kept pushing off what was, I knew deep down, very inevitable was that I just wasn't happy in this profession. And, and then it finally got to a point where, um, I was working a job and, um, it was like opening day and it was a project that I got to, like, I was one of the lead designers on, it was really fun. It was really cool. And then I got to go in, I like walked the space with the other people that were experiencing it for the first time. And they were just like, this is so cool. Like you're one of the designers. That's awesome. And, um, and I was like, oh yeah. And I left, I walked into my car, I sat in my car and I thought, I feel nothing. I, I was not happy. I wasn't sad. I wasn't fulfilled. It was just like, if this place burned down, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. I just wow. this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing, and um and that was a really big catalyst for me. And so, thankfully, I had saved up some um paid time off, and so I went um went on a camping trip just by myself. Went to the sequoias wow. for about like th- uh, three to four days, and really just meditated on like why why am I so unhappy? Like what what should I be doing if I'm not doing this? Because I've spent you know almost half of my life doing this thing, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And I was reading The Path Made Clear by Oprah. Shout out everyone has to read it. It's so powerful, so, so amazing. Yeah. And I was just sitting in like wading my feet in this river that was next to my campsite. And this (laughs) this story sounds like a story. It doesn't even sound real, but it was just, it was, it was really cool circumstances I was in. And I was waiting, so I'm making my feet in the water and I was just thinking like, you know what, there's, I have s- so many questions in my head of like all these steps I'm supposed to be taking, all these details that I need to figure out right now in my life. And really what it comes down to is that life is just so much more simple than I think we allow ourselves it to be, that yes. we just get stuck with the you know, the minutiae of everyday life and all of the little problems that we have and we let it consume us. I know I let it consume me and the perfectionist in me had to make sure everything was right. And so I just thought to myself, you know what? I don't like what I'm doing. If I don't like what I'm doing, I should just stop doing it. And so I packed up my stuff the next day I got back home. I started looking for jobs online, just like random stuff to be able to, you know, pay the bills and make ends meet. A few weeks later, I got a job as a waiter at a restaurant near my house. And I I quit. I gave a week's notice at my job and they were just like, but you're not, but this isn't the plan. This is, we had all these ideas for you. I was like, I'm I'm not happy. I'm not, I don't want to do this anymore. And so I some people thought it was impulsive, but I I, you know, I did it. I changed my life, and since then I've been. uh, I like taught myself guitar, and I like started a poetry blog that (laughs) didn't go (laughs) didn't go anywhere really. And um, and I started improv with you. Yeah, took that first improv class, and I was like, "There's something here. There's something about this that I really enjoy, and I feel so much more joy out of than I ever did in those ten years of doing." all that architecture work. And I just kind of kept following that. I didn't let any sort of, you know, assignments or tasks take over my life anymore. And Mm -hmm. since then I've been, you know, learning more about myself. And um, I actually, the past like two and a half months, I wrote and filmed and then edited a web series that kind of chronicles my time over the past year or so. It's like semi-autobiographical. It's called Good Luck uh, it's on YouTube now. Check it out.
0: <laughs> yes, it is, and it is so amazing, guys. I, I don't want to cut you off, Anthony, but I want to tell I want everybody to to see it. And uh, I actually, you know, I felt so privileged that I got to play a role. And um,
1: <laughs> she plays so, my very very bitchy boss. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, was, <laughs> I, I
0: understand like how I ended funny. up in that kind of role. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. <No. laughs> I know you had the range. You had the range. You did. She's like, she has the, that artistic essence that.
0: You know what it was? It was the POVs. We did a point of view for one of our classes, and um, I chose mean girls because, I mean, those who know me, I, I couldn't be, I can't even be a mean girl. Like, I can't, even if there's meanness going on, I just can't participate. It's just, it makes me feel gross to my core. So, my oh, yeah. point of view was on mean girls. So, um, and, and I and saw that
1: and I was, it was, it was <laughs> done. It was a done deal. I was like, I gotta have a bad boss in this. And
0: <laughs> here she is. Um, <laughs> uh, Anthony, your story is incredible. How here you created this enormous project. You got to see it to the end and you got in your car and felt nothing you know, all the accolades, all the congratulations, the big, all the bells and whistles, all everything. And it's like, huh, I'm not feeling this at all. And for you to listen to yourself and to tune in and then go right to the Sequoias by yourself, which is like crash course outward bound.
1: (laughs) It's very, I would definitely recommend it to anyone. It's I mean, if you haven't gone camping, maybe go camping with a couple other people first. Don't just like <laughs> ref it by yourself. That's a little it's a little scary. But um, but yeah, there's something there's something about it that even like the people that have been single and living by themselves in this pandemic, it's like a whole other level because you're you're with nothing. You don't have technology, you just have your own thoughts and gotta learn to listen to them.
0: And that's incredible. And that the amount of strength that it takes to listen to yourself on that level. Taking out all the noise. I had an attempt once on a silent retreat, oh. and yeah, there's something right. That wouldn't work for
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> be like, hey, God, okay, so like, when's food? When's the next meal? What's going on? Exactly. And it was. It's a. I mean, I, I made it. Um, but one guy that I I lived it with. I was in a domestic peace corps uh, at the time, Jesuit volunteer corps, and uh, one of my roommates at the time said all right, Patricia, I know that you're not going to make it for the next 48 hours. So if you need someone to talk to, come get me and I'll talk to you. And I was like, (laughs) oh no, don't challenge me because then it's like game on, you know? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> just like, I'm not that's so shady too. It's like it's a great that's probably a very supportive friend, but I'd be like, you shady bitch, how dare you? Yeah, I'm gonna
0: exactly, no. exactly. <laughs> like, it honestly, it was he wasn't gonna make it. That was the oh, bottom yeah. line. Yeah. <laughs> like he was he was gonna need to talk to somebody. But <laughs> um, but I mean, incredible that you did that, Anthony. And and you know, and it's so interesting how. Like, I must have met you in January of 2020, just shortly after that, right?
1: Yeah, that was, I, so I had quit my job back in like October of 2019. And then there was a couple of months where I was definitely just floating and I had no idea and I was super scared, obviously. And I was just kind of like, oh, cool. I just blew up my whole life. What, what am I doing now? Like, I'm working at a restaurant and I don't have any prospects. but. But yeah, I just kind of kept going with it, kept trying different artistic stuff. And then it's actually one of my good friends, Rachel, who's in Good Luck as well. She she had told me, she's like, hey, Second City is doing this like taste of Second City class where you get to go for free and you get to try it out and you get to see how you like it. And I was kind of like, "I I don't know. That's a little... That's a little too much. That that sounds really scary. That I don't I don't know about that. She's like, okay, well, I'll go with you if you want to go. And then that happened in in December, like near the end of December. And um, and then at that moment I was hooked and I was like, I gotta, yeah, I gotta go to this class. And then January
0: and I met you. Yeah. I, that's so funny because I had also resigned from my job, my full time management role. And you and I had walked <laughs> for coffee that day. And it was like uh-huh. we were kind of in the same boat, you know? And we're, I was like, uh-huh. why not in? why not improv? Like, why not? You know? And, oh, yeah. uh, so it, it was, that was, that was so, man, we had such an incredible class. Like,
1: Oh my gosh. For- the wonderful Dave colon as our yeah. instructor. So good. Amazing. Yeah, we did. And we had so many amazing people in it. Um, Becky who's in good yeah. luck. She was, she was in it too. And yeah, um, so good. And our instructor Dave had told us, you know, near the end of the class, I think you remember that he was like, "These classes like this don't really happen." What do you mean? No. Like, it's like you all like each other, and you're all like cool, and you're all like you work with each other, and you, you're none of you are like trying to come like a serious actor and are, you know, <laughs> right, make, taking this way too seriously. And we're like, oh, exactly, cool. So we felt very, it's so very, it was very yeah. special, supportive,
0: yeah, absolutely, and it really. I mean, honestly, uh, when you have a first introduction to that type of thing and and the tone is set, it's like you kind of take that with you along the way. So how lucky and fortunate we were to be together and to have those first to have our first show and have an audience, you know, (laughs) not a Zoom audience.
1: So, okay, yeah. um, For people at home watching this, um, an audience is a group of people that come together, sometimes in a small room. And they watch other people that are also in the same room. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's great.
0: We might get and those then, again someday. And sometimes people can actually be in the same room together. It's incredible. <laughs> Physically. Yeah. And
1: they're <laughs> naked. Their faces are just naked. There's nothing on them. It's really weird.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Oh, way back when. Way back when. So, you know, part of this uh, process is you know, all of the podcast guests uh, take uh, the via character strengths and the via character strengths are really this assessment that you can take. And it's completely free is really who you are to a core. The thing is our brain is hardwired to see flaws, to see negativity. And what the strengths doing strengths assessment does is help you see your personal strengths and help you change your perception of things. And it really does broaden and build your perception on life and perception of yourself. Any obstacles that you have that come along, you know what's in your toolbox. You know what strengths you have that are going to help you that are unique to you specifically. Because the VIA strengths assessment has 24 and they're all ranked, you know, at, at your top strengths to your lesser strengths. Now we don't call them weaknesses. There's no weaknesses. We all have these strengths within us. Some are exercised in ourselves more than others, right? Like any muscle group. So
1: like your dormant strengths, if you will.
0: Right, exactly. (laughs) And some people are really in their genius, you know, to the core when they are using their top strengths. And so what I would love to know, Anthony, is Number one, you know, what strengths, now that you've done this assessment and, you know, what strengths do you think you used to help you make that decision when you were sitting in the car that day and you had that moment, what helped you along the way? Which ones did you access?
1: I think definitely my, the top one, because I did the assessment guys, all of you need to do it. Um, I, it was my first one, which is appreciation of beauty and excellence, right? I think that's Mm -hmm. phrasing of it. And I think a big thing for me was when I was sitting in that car alone, I realized something pretty profound that um, the opposite of love is not hate. It's apathy. Mm. And I've, you know, I've dealt with going very apathetic in my life. When there's a big struggle that happens, I I want to go numb and I just want to block everything out. And when I was, When that first big moment of apathy hit me, I figured, you know what? No, I want to enjoy things. I want to enjoy my life and I want to find what that is. And I want to find what little bits of beauty I can in this world because sometimes they come far and few between. And, you know, I'm extremely privileged because I live in the United States and I'm a white man and... (laughs) So I don't have as many problems as a lot of people. And, um, and I feel like just knowing that there's a sense of obligation that I take those privileges and I, you know, I use them to the fullest to make myself happy and my world better so that I can then help other people and make other people feel happy and feel seen.
0: Okay. Wow. So here's the thing. So Research shows you're just going to lose it right now. You guys listen to this. So for appreciation of beauty and excellence. Okay. So this isn't guys, this isn't like, I like shiny things. I like that shiny object. It is to your core. Okay. We're talking, um, morals, values, you see beauty and excellence and people elevated, right? So people who have this strength, and, and you'll hear it in what Anthony just said, leads to more pro-social, altruistic behavior. And if you heard <laughs> what Anthony just said, he was saying finding happiness within himself so that he can better help others. And that is spot on That's when <laughs> you are using that strength. That's the research that people see more altruistic behavior.
1: Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. We did not plan that by the way. That's not, we did not.
0: This is not rehearsed. This is improv. This is me and Anthony's in- improv <laughs> on a deep level. Yes. Um,
1: Third city, if you will. Yes,
0: <laughs> And I would also have to say uh, honesty. Now here's the thing with honesty and the, how that relates to Anthony's story. That's his number two strength, which is, People want to see that in a top strength, businesses. If you you know you Anthony to your, you know, which is why I've enjoyed getting to know you and knowing you over the, the over the past year, you know, is like you are an honest person. And how I would say to this is people with honesty, they also want to accurately represent their interests and their values. So their goals, need to accurately represent your interest and in values. And this is all from Dr. Uh, Nemec's book, uh, Via Character Strength. So that's where I'm getting this research is through Dr. Nemec, who is a genius, honestly. And anyway, so how amazing is it, Anthony, that, that you in the car that day had that honesty moment where you're like, I am not living in my interest and in my values right now. This is not where I'm supposed to be. And how great is it that you had that strength and knew and could tune in enough to then go into the woods for three days?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I definitely had some practice too. Like I I came out when I was 21. So like several years ago. And I think that was my big like damn breaking moment where I was like, I have to, because I was lying to myself so much, like every day like, oh, no, 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 you're straight. It's fine. And I feel like once I allowed myself to just kind of accept that part of my life, but also to know that it's not, it doesn't have to define who I am. Like, it's just, it's a part of me. It's a part of my tapestry. And, um right. and so, yeah, once that happened, I feel like all the other big honesty moments just kind of came definitely a little bit easier. So I would say yeah. it's not without practice for sure.
0: It's not without practice. And so for my our audience out there, for those of you who are interested in taking the VIA assessments, when you find out your strengths, it is important to practice them because it, you know, we do have strengths, there is strengths blindness. There are many people who are walking around the world right now who have no idea what their strengths are and therefore can't tap into them, right? But by knowing your strengths, you're going to have so many more positive outcomes and then also you know, finding that that way of actually being able to use those strengths, right? And practice using those strengths because some of them, some of them come naturally, right? Some of them I use all the time, like humor is one that I use often. And as obviously. you obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and it's what's gotten me through a lot of tough times, right? But there are some that I needed to use more of, like for instance, uh, curiosity. So I was like, let's get more curious about this. Let's think more about this. Let's take the time to think more about this. and and you can really exercise it. And how honesty, how you went through 21 years, not being honest with yourself, and therefore, you know not being honest you know with others, right? I mean, how challenging that is and how you made such a significant change and acknowledgement, and you acknowledged your soul, and you acknowledged yourself your, as a human. And that's incredible, Anthony, and and the courage that it took to do that. And honesty is courage, guys. That's the virtue of courage. Oh my gosh.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's easy to, to lie, and it's easy to lie to yourself.
0: Definitely. Like when my pants were getting tight over quarantine, <laughs> I was like, oh no, I just dried these too long.
1: So oh god don't get me started. Uh, there's been so many so many class buttons that I'm just like, I know it's it's the wash. It's not it's, it's definitely it's not that, that entire chocolate cream pie that I ate last
0: week. It's
1: it's, it's this is an outside force that's happening. Right
0: now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I had to find that honesty strength in me and, you know, start making some cho- some some decisions. <laughs> um so honestly, so great that you use those strengths. What are your other, what else are also? Oh, I have them right in front of me. You also have humor, obviously is your number three, which um, you'll see also in his amazing web series, guys. Good luck. You got to see his humor comes out and he's, he's amazing. And then uh, hope and then curiosity is your number five and perspective is your number six. So hope is really important right now. All right. You know, closing out 2020, moving into 2021, that's, and this is a great time to ask you how. Now that you know these strengths, Anthony, how are you going to continue to use them now in 2021?
1: So I have two answers. One is a very like promotional lead-up. I'm going to be putting all these to work in my second season of Good Luck. That'll hopefully Woo! air um, in March. <laughs> that's my goal.
0: Um, <laughs> trying
1: you put to these, it out there. I put. I. It's happening. I did. It just happened. Uh oh. Did I say March? I mean, um, months. <laughs> Undisclosed months. <Okay>. Um, <laughs> it's but, happening. um, yeah, a, um, a much more ethereal answer would be very carefully and, and painstakingly, because I feel like it's so easy to get trapped in our routines, um, and not just our daily routines of grocery store. Uh, you know, picking up kids, doing this, doing that. But like our our mental routines that we're stuck in of, oh, you know what? This lady was kind of mean to me, you know, at at Ralph's today. What, let me think of a, a argument to have in my head about her for the next 25 minutes. Right. <laughs> like those fucking yes. terrible <laughs> mind death traps that we get in ourselves into. 100%. We
0: all have them. We all have yeah. them. So, and it's <laughs>
1: Oh, so I was just going to say, just being a lot more conscious of that. And now that I've taken this via assessment, that's been pretty life-changing too, because I'm able to see not only the things that I am very strong in and are like to my core, like a part of my essence, but also the things that aren't necessarily as heightened and the things that I want to heighten, like curiosity is something that I definitely I have waves of curiosity, if that makes any sense. So like yeah. I have I have moments that I'm like, oh, I want to try this new thing or, oh, I want to learn about this. And then it peters off and right. I, don't, I don't stick with it. I think definitely in 2021, I want to stick with those, curi- those curious strands and see where they take
0: Absolutely. And I imagine it took a little bit of curiosity to put together good luck, you know? Yeah,
1: that that was definitely something that if if I knew now what I know then, uh, sorry, if I knew then what I know now, I don't yeah. know if I would have made it. <laughs> like, like, really, actually made it to put it together Cause because it's it was like, so much work. It was so much. There were so many aspects of like cinematography and lighting that I had to teach myself, and you know, thankfully I got a lot of free time now. <laughs> um, yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, there was so much so many things, so many YouTube tutorials that I watched and little classes and seminars that I took in order to make sure that this was something that was gonna be something I was I was proud of and something that I could say, oh yeah, like I did this thing and it might not be it was like Netflix or network worthy, but it speaks to who I am and it looks at least a little bit good.
0: It looks amazing. I don't know how you did it and how you put you know, um, when you watch it, guys, you'll see there's video conference calls that he has on his on the screen, and I'm like, how did he even do that? You know, it's it's so I can't even imagine the the technical piece behind putting that web series together.
1: Yeah, it was like I said, lots of lots of hours in front of the computer, just like <laughs> you know, going through a, definitely scrubbing through the first three minutes of every YouTube tutorial that's like we're gonna teach you how to do this. First, let's organize your folders. It's like no, right. I just we're, I want to oh. know. I want to yeah. know how to fix the color grading on this on this one <laughs> video. Just show me this. <laughs> exactly. Next, we're gonna talk about sound.
0: It's like no, I don't want to talk about sound. Just yeah, just teach me. I have one question. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness, that's so that that must have taken. A lot of perseverance, you know, to do that. And I don't know where that is on your, um, on your strengths, but that I imagine you dialed in uh, perseverance on that one. So that was, that's great. It's, you know, it's, it's there, it's, it's there. It's in your lesser strengths, but no doubt that you exercised, you exercised perseverance for sure. I
1: really went for it. I think I just, a part of me knew, you know, before I took the assessment, I was like, I feel like if there was qualitative facts about my, my strengths and their levels, I think perseverance might be low. So let me put this a little higher.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, you definitely have worked that strength. So you exercise that perseverance muscle. Um, so, okay. So back to like, I wanted to just circle back to gypsy once again, cause I like to, I like to connect all the dots was there a part of gypsy you chose the song i want to um dig a little deeper into why you selected the song and um how it resonated with your story yeah so
1: i think like like i was saying before the gypsy to me is just like it's a very like free and fearless kind of essence stevie nicks talks a lot about and but it's also so incredibly grounding like like how you said before that you know, she would just lay a bare mattress on the floor to be able to get back to her roots of all this. I feel like there's um, there's a pretty profound duality in this song and in the you know just the the gypsy itself. That I felt you know when I listened to this, I I feel very connected. And like I said, the that incredibly strong woman that is inside she all of
0: us. Absolutely, absolutely. So good. Such a great song. Love that it was 80s. And it was right there in the very beginning of the 80s, you know. (laughs) And sometimes when I know a song, uh, guys, is like close to the 70s, I'm like, oh, please let this be 80s. And I was like, I saw it and I was like, yes, (laughs) you know. I I, I um,
1: researched it because I knew Fleetwood Mac was big in the mid to late 70s. And at first I was like, oh, it's Landslide. Like, I love Landslide. That's like one yeah. of the first songs I remember that song. hearing as a child. And I was like, oh, this works. This works great. And I started like write down all the reasons why it works. And then I'm like, maybe I should look this up. And I looked it up and it was released in 1975 or 76. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Yeah. But what's good What's good another good song, song that
1: goes with this? And I feel like Gypsy goes a little bit better with.
0: It does. Isn't it fun? Like, I, I mean, most guests that I've had, they love the process of picking their song. It's
1: so fun. And I think it's like, it's such a, just a testament to your creativity that instead of just like, Oh, let's have a podcast about, you know, life experiences and talk about that and how people have gotten through it. But like being able to tie it to something so visceral as a song from 40 plus years ago is, is pretty tremendous. and I definitely applaud you on making this whole process just incredibly more fun and easy so
0: yes well thank thank you and i do i do love the 80s and when i learned recently that it was 40 plus years ago because <laughs> i hadn't really done the math and uh you yeah, cuz i oh, still sorry. think i'm like it was yeah. it was like 20 years ago it was twi- yeah. don't worry <laughs> no. it's okay it doesn't feel like that long ago guys <laughs> does it so tell me about your first 45
1: so yes. my first 45 it's here comes the sun so abbey road mm-hmm. the beatles It was a pretty special record for me because I got it as an inheritance when my grandma passed. I was so close to her and it was, it was a real big blow. She was like the one of the last surviving matriarchs of my family. And we had, I was very fortunate to grow up with just incredibly like strong women at the helm. Wow. And so when she passed, it was, it was really rough. It was really tough on me and, um, and my family and we went and, you know, had to clean her house out and, um, I found it and I was like, mom, can I please have this? And she's like, yeah, I think she wanted you to have it anyway. And, um, and I got the record before I had my record player. (laughs) And, (laughs) um, (laughs) And so it was the, it was the catalyst for me to get my record player. Finally, I got one. I you know started it up. I was like, this is so exciting. This is so cool to be like. It's so tactile and it's yeah. it's so visceral. And played it immediately. Started crying because it mm-hmm. had that just like that vinyl crackle that mm. uh, that has age to it. And it was love that it was just the second I heard that I was hooked. And now I have you know over a hundred plus records in my collection. Um, really. Yeah, some that I, uh, some more, you know, that I inherited from my grandma, some that my aunt, she doesn't have a record player anymore. She's like, yeah, I'll give you some. And so I got my whole Fleetwood Mac collection from her and uh, getting stuff from friends, you know, flea markets, the the amoeba records, all that stuff. So it's been definitely a passion for a while since that moment.
0: That is incredible. Yeah, I love that you have records. That is incredible. Wow. I love it. Anthony. That's so good. I love that crackle sound. I can really hear it. I can feel it. I can feel the records, the heaviness of them, you know, especially the old records, you know, uh, from the sixties and fifties and back, you know, you could really feel the heaviness of those records. Oh yeah, Um, So good. That's
1: something that I feel so incredibly LA douchey when I say it, but it's just a fact (laughs) that like, it's the way music is supposed to be listened to.
0: We have one more thing we have to do. We always love an action item for our audience. So Anthony, do you have an action item that, you know, you're to, to really connect with our audience on your experience? Because we do learn from story and we learn from song. But what can you put, what can our audience put into place right away uh, that you think that would help them? I think I would say,
1: listen to the whispers in your life. You know, because there's there's so many times that there's so many loud voices that are screaming at us, whether in our heads or like in real life, that are saying, "Oh no, you're supposed to be doing this. You have to be doing this. You need to worry about this thing and this thing and this thing." Those little whispers in those those very few moments in life can really change everything for you. Like for me, it was I had my feet in the river. And I was just looking up at the trees. And I just thought, "This life is simple." That mm-hmm. that it just came to my head, and I was just like, "That's it. I just have to, I just have to follow this." So yeah, I say, listen, listen to the whispers.
0: Listen to the whispers, Anthony. Our audience needs to know how we can get a hold of you because um, I, like I said, guys, I binge watched um, Good Luck, his web series on YouTube. And it's magnificent. So, Anthony, how do people get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, so you can follow me um, on Instagram and Twitter um, at Anthony the Roman. So it's like my name, but without the H. A N T O N Y T H E R O M A N. I'm, you know, on Facebook like everyone else, but <laughs> it's kind of hard to find. And then you can check out my web series, Good Luck. It's on YouTube now. Um, the channel is called Good Luck as well. And the link to it is in my bio on um, Instagram and Twitter. So if you're having a hard time finding a relatively obscure web series on YouTube, then just go straight to, my, straight to my bio on Instagram.
0: Love it, Anthony. Thank you again for being an amazing guest and bringing in your vulnerability. I know our audience today learned so much from you and bringing in such an amazing song that we get to talk about today.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. And now, so fun. you know, we have an excuse to listen to more Fleetwood Mac, which I think during these uh, times everyone needs. Everyone we needs a little all, more. Need.
0: we more all need more Fleetwood Woman. Mac. Yes, we do. We do. Well, thanks again. And until next time. Thank you so much for listening. We want to hear from you. First of all, tell us how these totally rad stories have inspired you. If you have a story with an 80-song inspiration, we want to hear it. You think this podcast is like totally tubular? Well, we would love your review. Stay connected with us on Podopolo and download the app today. Visit me at www.patriciafreiberg.com. Thank you, and we look forward to a double boost of inspiration next Motivational Music Monday.